Hi, everyone, and thanks uh, for tuning in. This is Jared Cowan, and I am uh, really happy to be doing this today. This is my very first podcast. Um, it's a new podcast, what I'm calling On Location. Uh, and this is where we uh, take a film, invite some of the filmmakers involved to uh, come and talk about it. Uh, but not only that, we're not doing this in a studio, as you can probably hear. Uh, the idea is to really go to one of the locations from the movie and talk there. So um, that's really the, the whole thing behind this. And today we're coming to you from Midwest Street on the legendary Warner Brothers back lot. It's a gorgeous day here. We're in Burbank, California. And Midwest Street is the studio sort of idyllic, uh, picturesque town square set, um, which has been seen in films dating back to the 1930s. I mean, it's been in movies like Yankee, Yankee Doodle Dandy with James Cagney, uh, Hitchcock Strangers on a Train. It's been in Rebel Without a Cause, The Music Man, uh, the original Ocean's Eleven, Cool Hand Luke with Paul Newman. And uh, TV fans will recognize it, of course, mostly from Gilmore Girls, I think. Stars Hollow, Connecticut. That's where we are coming from today. Uh, but all that being said, you know, perhaps my favorite film to have shot here on Midwest Street uh, is a movie that's having its 30th anniversary this year, and that is 1987's The Monster Squad. And if you've seen the movie, and hopefully all of you have seen this movie, uh, You'll remember that the last <laughs> the last 15 minutes or so of the film all take place um, in the town square. The whole the <laughs> and my guests are not sure if they've seen it, so we're, we're we'll see what happens. Hopefully this goes well. I don't know. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but you know this is where at the end of the film the the squad battles all basically all the monsters in the film. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be sitting here today with three of the squad members, uh, and I'll let them go around and introduce themselves. Hi, this is Ashley Bank. I played Phoebe. And this is Andre Gower, Sean Crenshaw. And uh, I'm Ryan Lambert. I played Rudy. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming in today, guys. I feel like this is kind of a special thing, right? I mean, Very cool. Not every day you get to just like come over to the lot. Not every day. This is awesome. We're home. I feel like I, home. I don't know if I've been in this exact spot since we shot the movie. Well, I was going to ask you. I mean, you know, of course, over the last... 10, 11 years, there have been some reunions, but when was the last time you were all here together? Here? Here? here in Midwest Street? When we shot the yeah, Probably for, whatever the at, last day at, we shot sure, on the yeah, together. Absolutely. Yeah. No wow. question. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> what were your what were your feelings kind of first walking into here? Or even over the, I mean, in the past years, have you guys been here in, individually? Uh, I've, I've driven through here like not like maybe like 10 years ago. I don't know if I actually like kind of walked around here, but I remember I had some business going and I just drove kind of past it. Kind of knew that it was over there somewhere, but um, I think I maybe saw the steeple of the, the church right there. But um, no, this is the first time I've ever been able to like wander around and sort of reminisce. Yeah, I hadn't been, uh, I'd been on the lot after we shot Monster Squad, you know, for a few years, but not in a very, very long time. So. I love being on studio lots, and this happens to be my favorite one, so this is cool. And it's a great lot. Uh, luckily, I don't live far away from it, so I like to see my I get to see my favorite lot from the outside all the time. But I love driving on, working on lots, being on stages, being on the the back lots, the you know New York streets, French streets, whatever that is. It's just so, it's so neat that not everybody gets to experience. So I grew up going to those things, like you know as we all did. So it's kind of neat. It's like a time capsule. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm on the lot from time to time, even now. Um, but uh, I, this is the first time that I've really actually been in the exact spots where we wow. shot, and so that is uh, that's pretty cool. So, what are your feelings, kind of coming back onto this spot? I mean, when you come or when we came around the corner just before, and you see this place, what, what comes back to you? Lots I, had of lo- I had a lot of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I constantly have a lot of feelings. So. The, it was just, you know, one in a number of many feelings, but I was like, oh, my God, wow. <laughs> I immediately just grabbed my camera and started going, this is where I shot the wolf, man, and this is where I did this, and this is where that happened, and take a video of me doing this. And so, yeah, we were really excited all of a sudden. Yeah, I yeah. actually already posted a photo of, on Instagram of okay, me reaching great. for the vortex. Great. Oh, <laughs> from the vortex. That's yeah. awesome. That's I think, cool. I think my first uh, feeling was, I'm old. <laughs> no, older. It's so much smaller. It is, it is so much yeah, smaller it feels so than I You know what, kid, though? Just yeah. Everything yeah. Not, not, nothing has changed. I mean, we obviously, like, sec, sec, uh, set decorated the whole thing, but really not much has changed. Which is It kind pretty of much crazy. looks exactly yeah. as it did when we shot Except here. Except for the trees. There were no trees. There was trees, but they weren't there, as big as these. And there was no gazebo. No That's gazebo. Right. We're sitting right. in did the gazebo. We're sitting in the gazebo. There Wasn't was no there gazebo. A, there was like, like a, a statue. statue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a, like a, like a Civil War kind of memorial statue of that. The regular guy. I think it's the same the guy in the guys. statue that was in the yeah. in the house. Oh, probably. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's, I mean, when you that'd be an interesting Easter egg. <laughs> when you came to work here, I mean, were you guys? And I mean, I know you were really young when you when you did it, Ashley. I mean, but were you were you movie fans when you when you came on to the lot? And I mean, were you aware of some of the history that happened right here? Oh sure. Oh yeah. That's Absolutely what I was saying before. Not. I love be- you. <laughs> She's like, no. I love I movies. Five. I had no idea. Yeah. I certainly was because I liked, even though I was 13 when we did this, I had been on, I'd been on every lot in LA working or doing stuff. So you kind of get the history of it and understand. And then you've seen those movies, whether it's, um, you know, used to go on, you know, any of the other lots, especially Warner Brothers. And what I like about Warner, they have on stages what things have shot there. Right. And if you know a little of the history of that, that just makes it really cool. No, it's cool. Yeah, you go by stage 16 and it says Ghostbusters, right. the Goonies, you know, all the, oh, I shouldn't mention the Goonies. The, I'm not the who? I know. Sorry, you're on our just, turf now, buddy. That was just, this is our cool. turf. It was instant. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'll conjure up a vortex uh, in a minute yeah, that was, and suck you right in it. That was, no. Sorry, guys. That was just like, that was terrible. Um, that was really bad. But I mean, Oh, you know, the Goonies. It's okay. They're, I know. Cu- they're I know. cute. Hey, they're it's, cute. It's, it's a cute movie. They're I cute. Like that movie. Nothing wrong with that movie. They're cute. Nothing wrong with that I don't know, movie. Ryan, I don't know. Say it, Ryan. Ryan. Do Ryan's it. Say it. Little, uh... They're cute. They just saved the neighborhood. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not saying anything this right. time. Okay. Not Let's, this round. Not this round. I've said it. I'll I've said it, it enough. Right. I've said fuck the Goonies enough. Oh man. All right. All right. But I mean, like, did you did you like classic films that had shot here? I mean. I mean, the fact that, you know, like Paul Newman is Well, like, you mentioned Rebel Without a Cause, so I cause. knew yeah. that when we shot here, yeah. Fred had told me that. Oh, cool. So yeah. I was super excited being here uh, in that sort of, with those ghosts lingering. So um, also my character is sort of based on that sort of notion as well. So um, you're so cool. sort of helped. That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, you guys were mentioning Mel Brooks before. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, the church right behind us was Rock Ridge's church. You know, I mean, that's amazing. You know, I mean, Paul Newman is like knocking over parking meters at the beginning of Cool Hand Luke here. Basically what sends him to the chain gang happens all here. So, I mean, 
don't it's know. Headley. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. it awesome. Headley. It's pretty awesome. I mean, it's pretty magical. Come, it is like we were talking about. It's very, it's very magical. Uh, well, coming anywhere on Paul here, Newman's you know? been is magical. Or anywhere yeah, James Dean has been. Or James Dean. <laughs> yeah, I mean Paul Newman, especially in the in the supermarket aisle too. You know, like with yes, I mean, that's <laughs> fantastic like, sauce. I mean, that's very, a, that's very a magical dressing. place fantastic too. Fantastic sauce. You know, I, well, I have um, a more. I have a one degree of separation from Paul Newman. That's really rad for you because uh, my sister was in the Towering Inferno. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. And she's that's the girl cool. that gets saved by Paul Newman. So her and almost two thirds of her run through the movie is her and Paul Newman escaping wow. the fire. And so I was like twelve months old or something when they shot that movie, and so I was on that set, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't What's remember. Wrong with you? I don't remember. Paul Newman, man, you should be ashamed or OJ. Of <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, okay. that's true too. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's so much um, better cast in that movie than mentioning OJ. <laughs> Boop. Let's rewind. <laughs> yeah. Um, writer and director Fred Decker. You know, in the commentary, I listened to. I listened to all you know the commentaries on the DVD, which uh, is like ten years ago. Man, it's crazy. You know. Um, I'm. You know, he said in that that the stuff that you guys shot here was some of the stuff he has the fondest memories of. I mean, do you guys? share that sentiment and and if so what are some of those like really fond memories you have from here well not not only was it like yeah because it was the most you know sort of epic you know scene in the film was the finale so i mean shooting we were here for a while just shooting yeah, that whole sequence here? i don't remember. couple weeks yeah, maybe at least yeah. two weeks maybe and so uh it yeah i can see on his level it was just probably a whirlwind and just ex- super epic for him um, I had my, you know, little moments and pockets here and there, but I'm sure he was just like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. You know? I-, I wouldn't say fondest memories. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would probably oh, yeah. say most intense memories. That happened right over there. Most there indelible. Were, no, there were two moments. There's most the moment indelible. that the big, huge, like 30 foot fan almost like blew me off oh, the right. grass. Yeah. Um, and then there's the moment that Fred scared the crap out of me with Duncan. All oh surprise. yeah, Dracula so, over there. Yeah, that happened yes. right there. Yeah, I know, right, it's crazy. right there. <laughs> oh, we'll do that too. Okay. I mean, you yeah, we'll take that photo. I'll lift you up. We'll fake it. Oh yeah, that'll be good. We'll have Jared lift you up. Okay. Because he's kind of Duncan esque. He's tall and dark and handsome. Wow, that's ish. I mean, that's a you know, that's a compliment. Let's take that photo. He did say kinda. He did. Jeez, man. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. He's gonna hold on to that. You got a lot to. I've known him for a while. I can say. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of those fans, I mean, I mean, of course, I've I've heard a lot about that, but I mean, even in some of the raw footage on the DVD, there's some shots of the uh, of Gilman, and you can hear those fans like crazy in the raw footage. I mean, those are I mean, oh, those things were, were nuts. Oh, those were, were big, they, like they're like thirty feet, right? Giant airplane, like airplane engine. Where did Ritter, you have them? Here? Where fan. were they? They were all spaced around. Yeah, there was one right over at there. The most there was like three or four running at the same time. And just a bunch of you know set dressers and throwing leaves, weeds, and... leaves and and fake rocks and bricks and sign, put you know, like stop signs and stuff just flying through the air. I mean, it's whipping by you like eighty miles an really? hour. I don't know. Sk- that's maybe an exaggeration. I don't know. Eighty. I don't know. It felt like it was eight hundred. Yeah. It was. It, it was fast. Yeah. I probably weighed like forty pounds, and they definitely could push me over. Yeah. I was like literally clinging to the grass with my hands. Should at least give you some weighted boots or something. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Like, ah. That is intense. Where'd um, Ashley go? That- <laughs> she's in the vortex. Oh, no! the vortex. oh wait, she's up on top of the building. <laughs> don't go, Ashley. Don't go. Please don't go. Save me. Save me. 
you know, in the in the ten to eleven years since the you know the first like Alamo Draft House stuff, I mean, you've watched the film uh, on many occasions, I, I, I'm sure, and on the big screen. So, have you noticed anything when watching it on the big screen, watching the stuff that that was shot here, that maybe you never noticed before, but you've noticed when watching it recent, more recently, especially larger. I think there's one scene when Dracula's like what and like just a bunch of cops are coming at at, at him like one by one and he's just like spam. And there's one where I always thought that he twisted oh, his head off. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. twisted this guy's yeah. head off. But if you look at just his hat fell off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm like, "Oh, it's just his hat just fell off." I'm like, "That was some pretty good effect. It looks like his head falls yeah. off." But I'm like, "Oh, I remember I'm remembering it wrong. Like his hat just flew off." Uh-huh. I love that's my probably my fa- one of my favorite moments of that's the whole a great movie. That's when he just sequence. like he doesn't even flinch. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Right there. Right, 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 right there. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that. the biggest thing of being able to for me seeing it um, either remastered or on 35 in the theater is the only thing anybody including us got to see for 20 years was the VHS copy which is not the correct ratio. And there's a couple of key elements of really cool stuff throughout the movie and a story element, a script element uh, that has to do with Ashley's character and the mom that you don't see on VHS. And you don't, it's when the candle blinks out. Right. Candle, and you don't yeah. see that on the VHS. You, I remember the first time I saw that again in the theater, I was like, oh, the candle's back. And so that was kind of cool. But, you know, just wider, you get to see the, it's just better. Well, too, here, you know, there's that amazing uh, matte painting shot. When the bat is flying oh. into here, mm-hmm. yes. which, I mean, that's really an amazing matte painting um, that they expanded upon yeah. the square of. And, you know, that I'm sure is something you wouldn't see. You would see the center of this, but you wouldn't see All the neighborhood no, that they, they no. painted out. And know, that was that was pretty good when he was, was coming down. Cool. And yeah. the, no, no more matte artists anymore. Yeah. It's all it's all digital artists. But, yeah, there's two or three, four really good kind of matte art examples in this and that's one of them he's coming down you see this square recur that's kind of a cool shot yeah, that is awesome in the movie theater on the roof and all that that's a that's a map and effects andre when we've when we've spoken before and in one of the i think q and a's you did you really gave credit to a lot of the people behind the scenes of course and i mean one person in particular i think was bradford may that you you we you've mentioned to me um and what do you think you know, his contributions and somebody like Albert Brenner, the production designer's contributions were, especially to this town square. You know, this this place has been seen in over 200, you know, movies and TV shows. So is there something that they brought to it to maybe make it look a little different than everything else that's been shot here? Sure. I mean, it it everything that you like about this movie aesthetically is because of those those people. And I think a lot of people that are not kind of familiar with filmmaking think like a director makes a movie. He does. He leads a team. He's like the conductor of an orchestra of really talented people that are all kind of in charge of their own departments. And production design's huge. You know, you know, cinematography is a whole other thing and they got to collaborate. But it's that vision of what we're going to set up and how you're going to light that. How you're going to move the camera here. How you're going to move the camera during that. And it's. It's pretty impressive or intimidating sometimes of how big of a scale of a scope making a big movie is and how many people are involved and how many crucial people are. And everybody the, – the director always gets all the credit. Right. Not, not – that's not a bad thing, but not unjustified. But there's a, 
there's people back there that are making things look really good. Even the wardrobe people and costumers and costume design and keeping that stuff straight just in the creation and the design aspect, let alone the logistics of keeping everything on track. And it's a whole bunch of people that come together to create basically a picture symphony. And uh, yeah, I mean, Bradford May, you know, is a great DP, comes up with these great shots and, uh, you know, he's still doing that. He's kind of got like his look and uh, production design is kind of the same. If you, some people are fun with movies that they can go and pick people like a DP or say a production designer and go watch their movies. And then you can see other stuff and go, oh, that's an Albert Brenner movie. Like I can tell when I'm listening to a Bruce Broughton movie because sure. everybody has the same tone. That's another example, music. So, Yeah, no, the music, the music yeah. is great. Um, you know when you're watching a John Williams movie because totally. you can feel it. I mean, I think something they did in the square, I mean, <clears throat> that you guys were talking about, of course, was just that storm. And I mean, the amount of shit that was flying around here. I mean, that's something in all the stuff I've seen that's been filmed here. I don't think I've ever seen a storm like that <clears throat> in this town square. Yeah, I mean, with kids. With kids, too. <laughs> flying around the dogs. I don't on think the, you, could you know, do that everything. in this day and age. You might, yeah, yeah, you might be able to have to fake it. It's like you can throw the stuff in front of the camera, but not near the kids. Yeah, that's no, we true. were getting pelted in the head with this stuff. Maybe. It was great. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, got, I got one of those foam bricks right in the back of the noggin. Aww. It yeah. didn't hurt the foam brick. I mean, it didn't. I mean, it didn't hurt me at all. I know. That's why I was yeah. awing <laughs> Giant cranium. <laughs> I remember being, I was. we were holding on to that rail right there in front of the yep. church. Yep. And we were all, they didn't really show it too much in the film. Maybe it didn't look that great, but we were all like kind of like doing this like chain of people. Like ho I was holding on to so-and-so and someone was almost holding on to somebody else. But we were hoisted up. And I think this was while you were staking or is it while Dracula. you're doing the thumbs up when you're when you're giving no, him? Oh yeah, we grab you. We're holding on, the, and then we because you grab me you. from going into the vortex, right? And then it cuts to the thumbs up, right? But we shot, we did a shot where I was in a harness, right, and flying in the air, and my feet are going into the vortex, kind of thing. And you guys are the only thing that are saving me, right? And that was up on like a that's a big st that's a stunt yeah. rig. I was like five <laughs> feet off the ground or something, flying, you know, and. I don't know why they could, maybe it might not have looked good or something. But, yeah, that, uh, they didn't do like a master of that or something. Yeah, like, where we're all know. like in a line, like yeah. Because I remember that hurt, <laughs> given, given <laughs> that harness, and um, I, yeah, I wish that was in there. That would have been a cool deleted scene. That would have been great. There's so much, yeah, but that that's when I remember things just being thrown and pelted at us the the most. <laughs> yeah, we're there's all, one funny like, part. Okay, about are you ready? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what are you gonna do? They're <laughs> like, well, the fans are going now. <laughs> There, there was definitely so not a lot of information to us about what was about to happen or what was going to happen. It was just like, are you ready? And you'd be like, yeah. for uh, what? Okay, here we go, action. And you're like, Fred's on a bullhorn. Okay. Run! <laughs> scared. I am scared. Where are yeah. we? What yeah. are we doing What here? is happening? <laughs> That's why it feels so real. <laughs> this is, I mean, this place too is where I mean, there are, of course, we all know a number of iconic lines in the movie, but a few of them are right here. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, Dracula's line to you, yes. uh, you know, your line, of course, I'm in the goddamn club is right, right. here. Right. Um, you know, I mean, and uh, Brent, you know, uh, him right over there. Oh, yeah. My name, yeah. You know, my right name there. is Horace right there. Right over there. You know, so I and I, I also I did want to to bring him up because it would be remiss just not to uh, to mention that, and it, it was right right here. I mean, we're looking know, right crazy. At it. Yeah. Um, so, how did it work with doing a lot of night shooting here and being kids, and how did that you know scheduling wise, how did that all 
I think they work. did it in the fall, like after the time change. So it gets dark at like five or six so that we could shoot. Because I think we had to be offset by like 10 at the latest. Yeah, you had to be off like by, an well, hour or two earlier. before us. Yeah. And then we could stay. But kids can only stay for Ten o'clock, nine, nine hours a day at the most. What is it? Eight now? Eight now? And that includes your school hours? Yeah. So you have a very short window of shooting and you're trying to shoot at night. But you also have a nine o'clock or 10 o'clock deadline. And that's why like you were talking about Fred and them shooting here for so long, because they would shoot us out and then we would have to leave and they would continue to shoot a movie Until, all like, night long. All, right. Yeah. They would just the get the night. shots of, you know, yeah. it's like Dracula walk, you know, the Dracula yeah, all that walking, happened all after that we stuff, left. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. All those so things. I think we would show up before the sun went down and do our school yeah. for three hours, like while it was light and they were setting up. And then as soon as it would get dark, We'd come out and do a couple of shots, and then they'd send us home, and then they'd stay until, like, probably 3, 4 in the morning. Oh, at least, If yeah. we were coming at wow. 3 in the afternoon, I'm yeah. sure. All the adults stayed and made a movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Was this, did they actually do, because that was the Sportman shop over there on the corner, yep. I think, mm-hmm. right? Did they actually yeah. do Wolfman coming out of that window yeah, up there? Yeah. That, so they did it, actually, yeah. in that alley. That little yeah. alley there, but I think that one wall was actually pushed back a little bit, so it was a little bit deeper of an well, alley. So they did but, that explosion over right, in, in there. Right, yeah. No, I stood right over there and watched that. I saw that. That was kind of cool. That is and, pretty um, awesome. Yeah, I didn't right know if they you. did that effect shot there. That's yeah, pretty, they, pretty yep, awesome. Yep. yep. And, um, yeah, all that lasting was all, all right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you guys shoot some stuff in the jungle here, too? Was that the the swamp? Was the, the swamp? swamp is here? Yeah, the, the swamp was the, the swamp jungle. Is here the swamp also. is here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's two. There's like the swamp, but then of course where the tree house is, there's kind of like a, a that little, little, little bit of water. Oh, yeah. that's out by. Uh, that's, that's actually that's practical. Like the real right? tree house the, is out by Magic Mountain. Right. Or right, what's right. now Stevenson Ranch. It's a nice yeah. subdivision. Right. <laughs> but it's, uh, right. Um, but the that, jungle the practical, was in Valencia. The jungle was here. Though, the jungle was here. Right. Do you remember what the first locations were that you each shot at? My I, my first day was my for the first scene. The school, right? The school. In the school, yeah. yeah. We I shot think it at the school el- was the beginning. Shot yep. at the elementary school. I believe that's right. Yeah. Yep. But you weren't at that. You weren't. Well, that. I was after school, so on the street. So the probably was shortly. It was close same by. Same week, I think. I think, I think it was yeah. the same week. Scary German guy's house. Phoebe oh, the yeah, feed. Scary German guy's no, house. No, Phoebe also the feed. Oh, like right. When you're right. walking, it's that great show no, where you're coming up. Like, why are you walking totally by yourself? But that is still Scary German guy's house. Yeah, that's the same same area. Same street, I think. Isn't it? No, no. When I say, "Oh, great, Phoebe the Phoebe." Right. No, actually, Patrick does, because he and I are talking about Wolf Dorks. Right, but we walk right in front of Scary German Guy's house. <laughs> that's after that. Yeah, that's but after that. It's the that. same. It's the same spot, though, right? It's the same, right out in front of his. Yeah, yeah. Right out in front of the Where house. Where I like cross the street without looking and just run balls. That's out the best. The I love it. So. We were in sort of a real any town, America. Why do you think it was set up to be sort of a? any town america not put somewhere specifically well i think that uh most people in this world can relate to that a little bit more than you know i mean yeah we live in the big bad city and all that stuff but i think most people and i I think that you know i think it just makes for a better story it's just like these small town kids do like big you know worldly things I mean, I also think that there's an element of like this could happen to anyone or you this is you, right? Like we're right. all the outcasts. Everyone feels like they don't quite fit in and everyone that belongs to everybody. So to have it be anonymous feels the most appropriate, I think. I think it's what kind of lingers with the actual individuals that are fans. It's always kind of that's the, a running theme is I related to you guys so well. And 
I was you or my friend was Rudy and I even had a little sister and um, she was really annoying she <laughs> but you saved the world so it's okay and um, they're like because we really thought that that could be us and so I think the the realism in maybe the the setup and the look and hopefully the performances is what created that dynamic for those fans and I mean, Monster, it's really the movie is a perfect example of like, you know, why filmmakers came to L.A. in the first place. I mean, you can make this place look like anywhere, you know. And I mean, I think Fred really did a good job of cutting out palm trees wherever, you know, they were. I think the only shot I really noticed them in is very quick during the montage when you guys are riding your bikes and you see a few. But right. other than that, like. You don't yeah. see palm trees. You don't see anything. Well, there's yeah. a giant palm tree right in front of Scary German Guy's house, but it has Spanish moss all oh, over okay. it, so you can't really tell. <laughs> so it worked out good. Yeah, they, those, yeah, and they really decorated that place up front. Oh, there was they a, really, oh, like, yeah. They totally. Yeah. I mean, was it? So it's any town USA that there can be Spanish moss and swamps. Right. And, and like and pythons. Big, yeah, pythons. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some python and then like riding under your bike under a python. Yeah. <laughs> you know. As you do. Well, that's like the Everglades now, so it's fine. Do you guys ever remember that being any kind of issue and trying him trying to set up his shots? You know, like trying to frame certain things out. I mean, I don't know if that's anything you would. Have I don't know if we would even on yeah, pick up on that then. Okay, uh, but I'm sure that was certainly a point. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. that that they talked about that a lot. Oh yeah, I mean they hung a lot of Spanish moss on a lot of trees. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I have a proposition. Well, not a proposition for you guys. I have. You know, something Please I... Hey, we're, we're open. Well, we're well, open. Well, 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 well you know, one thing I... You know, another another movie uh, that has actually some connections, I think, to the Monster Squad, uh, also being set in sort of in any town in America, is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Okay. Mm. And Pee-wee's Big Adventure, of course, was also shot here mm-hmm. on the lot. They use the jungle. They use all the, you know, b- between the stages. And not only that, you know, Patrick and you do the little... Pee-wee Herman, I know you are, but what am I exchange? Okay, so what do you think if like these movies were in the same city? Does they, that actually <laughs> these these characters like existed in the same place? And you guys actually knew Pee-wee Herman, like you know, because in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you know, there's kids on BMX bikes. Yeah, you know, I mean, it looks a lot like you guys. It's you always know? about the like, bike. You yeah. know, like what what, I like it. what what kind of movie would this be? Jason in? Hervey was in both films, and that's true and too. Yeah. Jason <laughs> Hervey was in both films. Yeah. So I mean, like what. What do you think? What, what kind of the movie same guy? would be if, like... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's well, he he playing the same, the same guy. He is the same, he is the same guy. Exactly. He's the crossover layer. He's always the same. He's always, he always yeah. But, I mean, you know, these could be in the same place. I mean, what do you think? I mean, what kind of movie would it be if, like, the Monster Squad and Pee Wee Herman I think were in, like, like, the same... I think, like, in a, a remastered new Blu-ray, you see Pee Wee and his shoot getting sucked into the vortex. Oh, that's like, be... flying in the background. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty. Or awesome. running like scared in the background. Running scared better than something. Or we could just do like a, <laughs> no, ma- like, a mashup <laughs> sequel. Yeah. Like a net, mean, like his next his next uh, Netflix that's his next movie is Pee Wee's Big Monster Squad Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Pee Wee's Big Squad. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Take it back. Very take well, it back. Well, no, it? I no, take no, back. no, it never happens. Uh, uh, we're mon- just gonna pretend that. Didn't but it's better than Monster Pee Wee. It's even worse. Monster Pee Wee. No, that's yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's not good that's either. That's bad. That's that um, back aisle in the video store. You know oh, guys. <laughs> well, I just had you know, I just had to, I just had to throw it out there. It seemed like it was. I a good, dig um, it because I love, know? I love Paul Rubens and I love Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. You know, I did a, a benefit with uh, Pee Wee around that time. 
uh, with a bunch, there was a lot of other actors there too, but he was, we were going, we were at a children's hospital and we were going around from room to room just saying hi to everyone. And uh, I went up to him and he was handing out these little cards with his picture on it and he was signing them. And I said, hi Pee Wee, I'm a huge fan. Can I have one? And he broke, he was, he was dressed full, he was, he was Pee Wee. He kind of broke character a little bit and he says, you don't understand. I'm like a huge fan of yours. <laughs> and I like freaked, and this was from Kids Incorporated. So I was freaking out. I'm like, no way. I still have the card. It says, hi, Ryan, huge fan, Pee Wee Herman. That's pretty well, awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm I mean, a little jealous. It's Kids Incorporated. <laughs> Who isn't jealous? Yeah. I'm a lot jealous. <laughs> well, especially for him to break character, you know, to break character. Yeah, it was like just a quick I mean, side. It was like, hey, just so you know, I'm a huge, huge fan. I was that's like, awesome. I, yeah, I, 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 I kind of like story. was like, no, don't break character. <laughs> I don't want to see... Paul Rubens. <laughs> well, you know, I did. I went to the. Um, I went to that when he was, you know, doing his new show. Like, you know, this right. was like six, seven years ago, and he did it first at the Nokia down. I was saw it, and it you know, amazing. we did a. I cried. You know, we went to a Q and A. You know, he did a Q and A afterwards. Yep, I saw that. And what was cool? Maybe we're at the. I don't know. Maybe we're at yeah. the show. But what was awesome is he came out. You know, he was in Pee Wee, his his attire, and he was doing the Q and A. Generally, as Pee Wee, but when a few people in the audience started you know, to kind of say, we're really happy you're back and you're doing your thing because what happened to you was like really terrible. You could tell, I think it really got to him. Do you know really... who said that? No. Me. That was you? I stood up. Oh my God. I, a- wow. I asked if I could, I, you know, he was asking for q and I stood up and I said, I just want to say, th- I'm, I have no question. I just want to say thank you so much for doing this. We're so glad you're back. You deserve everything that yeah. you're getting right now. And I could, I I yeah, saw that. That totally was me. To, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could tell. He I, maybe someone else did it at a different performance, but I did that as yeah. well. No, nice I mean, full it was, circle there. It was awesome. No, it was really, it was really cool. Um, <laughs> That's rad. What what kind of movie would the Monster Squad be if it was actually set in Los Angeles? Like, if it was a Los Angeles movie, what would these characters be like? Del would be a movie star. It'd probably be a. It would probably <laughs> be a musical. Be action, he'd be an action movie star. <laughs> yeah. he'd play a cop on TV. He wouldn't be a cop. <laughs> Rudy would no, be like a hustler on the streets on Santa Monica. Venice. Venice, <laughs> Venice Beach. Beach. Venice Beach. He'd be like Jim Morrison or something. Gross. <laughs> we'd have musical numbers, like actual rock until you drop. Like we'd break in a song and dance. Maybe he just like. And it's called Squad Squad Land? <laughs> Squad oh. Squad Land? Oh, man. <laughs> Some of these titles that were coming up today, I mean. Sorry. Copywritten. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Four different versions of Rock Until You Drop. Oh, my God. Like one at the piano. Rock <laughs> Until You Drop. Are you going to keep singing Rock, for us? No. Um, Please? Well, and this leads me to another City thing. City of Monsters. Oh, man. <laughs> the La Land Cafe is right around La-La-Land, the corner. Yeah, La-La-Land, you can They're, do it. I got all the feels we can actually They're chasing it. you. Wow, I didn't know I was getting this today. This is like... This City is, of <laughs> Monsters. Because um, you hear it like 11 times. You're like, I got the, I got the song. I got it. I got it. Got it. I love that song. I know. It it's won the Oscar. Catchy too. It is, it is, uh, it is very really catchy. catchy very catchy. You know? Ron, you're, you're from Cleveland. Is that right? Um, I was born there. You were born there. Yeah. I guess I want to ask you what kind of movie this would be if it was a Cleveland movie. Uh, very brown. <laughs> 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 and boring. <laughs> brown and boring. <laughs> you know, I, to t- t- tell you the truth, I I was born there, but I grew up yeah. in Los Angeles, so I don't know too much about Cleveland. I've been there a few times for weddings and yeah. funerals and such, but uh, and uh, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but that's pretty much my that's extensive knowledge Cleveland. of Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's cool. 
That's uh, fair enough. Bra- that's fair, yeah, brown. Right. Brown? <laughs> brown and brown. Cool. Not just because the Browns Cleveland. play I mean, there, we love you Cleveland. but because it, <laughs> yeah, right. to me, when I think of Cleveland, I just think, it just looks brown to me. Yeah, no, when is your not next, just uh, the NFL team. When is your next uh, convention stopping yeah, ho- Cleveland? Not in, you better yeah, yell yeah, like, yeah. Hopefully not Wait, soon. just boop, got a text. Just canceled. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, we'll up. just I go back to Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> or not. <laughs> you, sort mean, of Cincinnati. you mean outside of outside Cincinnati? Outside of Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Cincinnati adjacent. adjacent. <laughs> yeah. We're in Cincinnati adjacent. Cincinnati adjacent. Um. <laughs> we just went to a convention and they we were, you know, it was Cincinnati Con right. or whatever, yeah. we but like it was nowhere near Cincinnati. We were like 45 minutes away from Cincinnati. <laughs> like, argh. Man. It was good show. Fun. Is it, it was good fun. show. It was still fun. Good show. Is it is the airport closer to downtown than where you were? That's in Kentucky. Like, so, oh, that's right. It it's is. It's on the Kentucky. other side that's of right. Cincinnati. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. It isn't. That's right. Um, Lexington. You go to the Lex. Oh, uh, almost Lexington. You said you shot some stuff up in Newhall, up in the ranch there. So that's where the the exterior of the club of the clubhouse. That practical was, right? clubhouse was up there, um, Santa Clarita area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then. We were on Warner Ranch right. as well, which is an awesome location. Just up also the street here. Just up the for, street. For um, that was the, your backyard. Backyard, like one shot of the backyard, and then the front yard scene, which has my favorite scene where he, Dracula pulls up and rips the door off his oh, own I car. Love that scene. Yeah. And then um, uh, the partner gets blown up, and then Dell and the, yeah, that's the f- front exterior of the house. Right. Uh, was there anything else at the ranch? Or was that it? Uh, I think that might have been it. Oh, what I about, remember oh, shooting. What about the um, and the school and scary German guy was all in Santa Monica, right? <laughs> but what about the that the diner, Phil's diner? That's was that's here, over right? there. Oh, was that it was here? over here. It's down the street. I don't know if it's still there. We, we we could take a walk down there in a minute. Oh, so it was on the main lot here. Yeah, it's here. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't know. You're you're me My favorite spit take ever. That's a good yeah. one. It's a good one. That's right. There was two. There's there was one right one. over there too, yeah. right you in front of Fox not, Photos. You just could not keep your drink <laughs> in your mouth. He still can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I do want to mention too that while we're here, there are tours going by. Yes, there are trams, like little trams, trams circling us. us. The Warner Brothers I haven't lot really, tour. I've been yeah. looking at you guys. They keep Have you been looking at us like, who are they? Do we know them? We're gonna be in a lot of pictures. Is that a Gilmore girl? We're gonna be a lot of pictures with them. Like, I'm a Gilmore girl. You're the you're the third Gilmore girl. <laughs> yeah, the Gilmore they don't show or talk about because they're because the they're, they're ashamed. <laughs> what a different show Gilmore Girls would be if there was like a third one hiding in the basement. Oh my god! <laughs> Under Pee Wee's house. <laughs> Ryan and I met and uh, actually interviewed for our podcast Wayne White, the artist. That was one of the production designers that gave Pee Wee's Playhouse its look. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, oh, and awesome. Wayne White, um, Ryan was a big fan of his prior, and um, he was a really cool dude. We met him in Chattanooga. So there's another little Pee Wee tie-in that That's we've awesome. had today. It's working out good. Not a lot of Pee Wee. I know. Yeah. we got to do. I think, to give I think that it's look get was done. so yeah. kind of. I think people tried to do something fun like that more, but that was very singular, for sure. Actually, speaking of the Warner Ranch and Newhall. I mean, I think one of the greatest displays of using multiple locations is that whole exchange in the backyard when Frankenstein appears. Because, I mean, you basically, right, had to shoot it two different times in two different locations. I think it's three. Is it three? 
Because it's because the Newhall have, one where you're by the water and that shot when you turn around. Yeah. Right, there's that. Which is a good shot. But That's I, out there. But I mean, the actual exchange where you guys are, when Frankenstein comes out, you guys run away. You're in the back of the house at the Warner Brothers Ranch, but right. you and Frankenstein are still standing in front of the tree, in front of the tree house. And you're and having then, an exchange. Yeah, and when he pushes me, then that's out there as right. well. Right, so you have yeah. to do it. I, think it's, do it. I will twice. say, though, that I think that my coverage of that is actually in the same location where you guys ran away because I'm so much shorter than Tom Newman, Tom Newman, Noonan, um, <laughs> that uh, I don't think you could see the treehouse when you're looking at me because you it's like my it's like his knee. I like come up right. with his knee right. and it's okay. like his knee and like some brush in yeah, the back. Yeah, <laughs> two, two totally different yeah. Two different yeah. places, but makes it look like a backyard. And, they, they, and yeah. they were amazing that they were able to match that it's in amazing. terms of like tone well, and lighting. It's screen like, direction. Yeah. You guys talking, you know, to each other in two different places. I yeah. mean, look, it's something that's gone on in movies for, you know, of course, for, yeah. for a long time. But I think it is particularly well done, especially, you know, they brought a, a fence out to Newhall. Yeah. To tie in the two yep. places. Yep. You know, I think that's really great. That's um, where that, that aspect comes in of having all those people that know what they're doing and then <laughs> finishing yeah, it well they call the fence like, all oh, the way no. out there right. no i see but you see that all the time <laughs> even can. in big movies you that they just someone forgot the fence yeah <laughs> damn no, it. it's really well done you know it really is I, I think that whole sequence really well done do you remember at all how far apart you did those where you had to do them tw- two different times was it like weeks that you it might have been did? probably a week or two maybe yeah i don't remember because um, we went out there all for those days in a row and got all that because uh, then they actually blew up uh, the tree right. out there which was another yeah, but they do that at night part. right the, yeah the, they did that so at they night. could have conceivably done that and the same night yeah after we went home yeah it was probably not not too far removed well we were really only on it for what three months mm-hmm. total so which is a long time, time. like yeah three then, yeah, yeah then it wasn't long that time. long but for now that's a really long shooting well season. everybody's trying to do a feature in 21 days they, they do it and cramming they it out try to do well they're it. not they working with it. kids that can only be there for like three hours we did a lot of a lot of on stage stuff too though which mm-hmm. uh, yeah there is there is a lot of stage yeah. stuff and i wanted to ask you about that did you guys did you hang around set when I mean, I know there are, of course, all the, the labor laws and you guys have to be out at a certain time. But were you guys ever there when you weren't shooting and just kind of were really into the sets? I that... remember walking around. I, I mean, uh, I guess what I mean is the Dracula, like the catacomb yeah. type stuff. The we underground are, the yes. house and all that. Yeah, yeah. We, I walked around there. I don't remember watching them shoot any of the, the Dracula stuff, the, like the, the beginning sequence. I don't, I don't think I remember watching them shoot. But I remember going on to the set and looking at, and watching, seeing the whole thing. So, um what I remember most about being on set is the interior of the clubhouse, mm-hmm. which was a lot smaller than it looks. <laughs> it's very cram. It was very crammed in there. Uh, I remember in it, and you know, it felt spacious. Yeah, it, well, for you. <laughs> <laughs> we were always They're stuck like, up in Rudy's. They're like, get, small. Yeah, like, get in this small little alcove and sit here for eight hours. You were like, up in like Rudy's loft. Yeah, I'm like, loft. Sit up in this loft for eight hours. <laughs> cram yourself in there. I was like, okay. So I remember being in there for yeah. a very long time. Yeah, I liked the the underground of the mansion scene, like where we find the amulet in the room. That that was real garlic, by the way. Buckets and barrels and baskets of real garlic. It stank. <laughs> and um, but that was really kind of a neat design, and you know, fake rock, and it. But it yeah. looks really looks amazing. Yeah. And like, guess enter the house, the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, How about your house? Yeah, just like a set on a stage. Yeah, I mean they build like that whole house. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, you they have, build like, every bedroom, the yep. kitchen, the downstairs, the I mean, yeah, everything, the whole thing. Yeah. You know. And I remember being because this was 
30 years ago and technology was different but during the scene where like it's lightning outside and they had the old uh scissor electrode effect to do lightning and it's this old technology and it's this giant like electrical rig that has these two opposite charged giant electrical nodes and when they touch they arc and they boom and they crackle and they make this really bright light and it's really scary and then now they have lights that yeah. do it better because it, but it's a now they can get lights to flash at a frame rate that looks like lightning. But this is this is like a nineteen thirties technology scared the bejesus out of me because it was just loud. Well, that's really cool that they were using that though because it really does harken back to the Universal the old monster classic movie, monster movie. You know movie. I mean? Sure, so I think and that's uh, really it awesome. gives a really authentic because since I learned what that thing was and then you see the new technology with you know kind of lightning lights so to speak, you can see they're they're a little different. You can see it's it's you can tell when you're watching a newer movie and some old movie, and because um, light that was the thing like that's the only way to create that flash of light that quickly and that intensely was to do this actually create like an electrical explosion. <laughs> All right, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. I feel really movie, lucky right? that we're alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy that operated that boom that scissor boom thing had to wear like a welder's helmet and like a fire suit and like big gloves and all this. Oh my <laughs> like, god. How, does he get? He's got to be in case. hazard pay. Hazard pay, definitely. <laughs> All of the uh, the sets, the interior sets were at the Culver Studios. Is that yes. right, Culver yeah. Studios? Do you know why they did it down there? But posted because I in the commentary I know Fred said his and Shane's office they had at Universal for a period of time. So I don't know if there was. I think we did a little there, and I think it's when. I have no idea. My yeah. guess would be money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> State, because, stage rental was a, yeah. the producer yeah. said we're, the That'd producer said we're shooting at Culver Studio. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's always, it's always about, my yeah. guess. It always comes down to a line <laughs> yeah. item somewhere. Yeah. But you did do some stuff at Universal. The ha- the, the mansion, the exterior the, of the mansion right. uh is over there which is no longer there. Um, I know, that would be cool. But that place was built in 1927 that house. It was built there and it moved around. They moved it from one spot yeah. to another. Which I think is amazing how they do that. And that would, that would be a cool set to go take a picture in front of again. Because some of our deleted scenes are on the front of that house. But that's a good example of recreating a set. Because that was also an interior when we're inside that house. That's a set. And so they match that porch and come in the door. And yeah, that was kind of neat too. So I was trying to think of other set builds. And that's the other one. And they really messed that place up, man. I mean, you know, I've seen pictures of that mansion when it's just pristine i mean they really like trash that oh it's all like, overgrown it's and you know they yeah. did a, they did a great job with that spanish moss and then i think i heard Throw the, some dirt on it. sorry the um the police station was across from there was that also at universal and then they come oh, the out exterior? yeah, yeah. Well, i think that was exterior, on one of their like the town interior, square interior thing the i think that was a, was a set yeah, the interior they, was a set when they break the window and he yeah. flies break through, the window yeah. but the exterior was it was when stan gets into the car in the car i think that's just like town or like a street city street over there do you guys like shooting on location more or on a stage do you guys have any particular feeling about that uh i don't know i think it just kind of depends on I mean, for me, it's like I've always kind of been just like, you know, tell me where to stand. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what do I do? You know, where do you want me to go? What's my lines kind of thing? And like, you know, leave the rest up to the, you know, the Imagineers or whatever, yeah. you know, that come up with it. And they do such a great job, as as you can see, like turning this place into our square. You know, we felt like we were in uh, 
our hometown or whatever. But you know, when you're on a set, on a stage, it's exciting. You know, the whole thing is just magical, no matter where you are. I think. Yeah, I, I like them both. <laughs> I, I don't know if I like one better than the other. There's there's something really cool about being on a stage or on a backlot where you know, like, oh, they've done this here and they've done this here, and there's all that like history, yeah, which you don't really have when you're on a practical location. But when you're on a practical location, in some times, some sometimes it's easier to even think to. I'm not being eloquent at all, but it, it's sometimes easier to feel like you're actually a real person in that place because it is a real place. Um, right. Sure. Sure. Do you guys like seeing movie locations yourselves? I mean, do you guys get excited? Like if you're in some city somewhere and you know something was shot at a place, do you get, is that? Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. Every time I, I walk by that. the Ghostbusters building when I'm in New York city, I'm like, that's where they oh, shot yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good Except one. Except the interior is here. Yes. In Los Angeles. Don't cool. spoil right. it, Jared. I have, you know, that's yeah, my, that's what I do. Oh, okay. That's what I do. I spoil movie locations for people. That's <laughs> yeah. just my. So actually, I was watching a show the other night. I was binging a show on Netflix, and it t- takes place in San Francisco. And I was actually watching it um, sort of online with a friend of mine that lived that I, because I lived in San Francisco for 15 years, and we were watching it together. And it t- t- takes place like in the early 90s, where I, I mean, early 2000s when I first moved there. And so uh, we were looking at all the locations. We were like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, that's where we, oh, that's the burrito place we ate at, whatever. That's cool. That's cool. And then she said, wait, that doesn't look familiar. What is that? Where's that? That's the bookstore. Where would that be? I'm like, you know where that is? Los Angeles. (laughs) I said, that's the bookstore that I buy books at now. So it's really funny how the whole thing takes place in San Francisco, but they needed this cool bookstore. They came here. That's what I'm fascinated about. It's the location stuff. You know, yeah. it's like how they choose a place, you know. I mean, and sometimes I find it's like, it's as simple as, well, it was free, it was available, it was cheap, right. you know, whatever it is. But sometimes, I mean, the thought process that goes into it is sometimes mind-blowing. You know, sometimes the people I've spoken with before, it's crazy. Well, I think the 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 thing that got me as a, as a kid were, were two shows that you we all watched and loved, and I love The Dukes of Hazard. Right. Right we're, here. we're in we're it. Sitting we're, here. I'm, I'm watching. I'm looking at Boss Hogg's office. <laughs> but Dukes of Hazard is supposed to take place in northern Georgia, and when they're out jumping over creeks and all that stuff, that's Simi Valley and Chatsworth. And it, it, scrub oaks and rocks and sagebrush don't look anything like northern Georgia if you've ever been there. And so that that kind of I was like ah. And then when you watch Little House on the Prairie, looks nothing like Minnesota. <laughs> it's like yeah, you know. And uh, my favorite gaff in an episode of. Because it's not about gaffes, not about locations, but they were building like Simi Valley in the valley, and there's a shot of Victor French and Michael Landon, and over the shoulder of Victor French, there's like a giant backhoe and like a scraper, like working an exhaust coming out in the background of an 1800 show, and you see these big caterpillar machines in the background clearing land to build houses, and I'm like, whoops, oops, oops, here comes Simi Valley. <laughs> But yeah, the fact that General Lee's been like right yeah, there is what gets me. That it's, kills me. Uh, I know. Forget oh, us. That's like that's where Roscoe P. Coltrane parked. Wild, you know, <laughs> that's right there. I mean, yeah. You who know who get them dukes? I mean, all these houses. I mean, <laughs> there's the Growing Pains house yeah, growing right there. Ha- yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is in, which is in Gremlins as well. Right. That's yep. where Mrs. Deagle gets thrown out the yep. Uh, yep. out the window. You know, which is pretty awesome. What do you remember? Can you tell me what you remember at the school about filming there? Anything in particular? Did you film inside the school too? Yes. Yeah. So you shot the inside. principal's office scene is in that school, and the hallway, and then the, um, you know, the 
screech up, light the cigarette scene, drop your candy bar, E.J. Ryan scene, is all in some elementary at the elementary school in Santa Monica. And I think we were there for a couple of days. I think we must have been. Yeah. And because um, it's easier to do, because that's another thing where production and UPMs and all that come and met you. Like, we're, we're in Santa Monica this week. So we'll do the school, and then we don't have a we have a company move, but it's only like three blocks instead of so thirty miles. German yeah, scary German guy's house in this street in the alley. Yeah, I think you see a palm tree in the alley. Might you be might, in the yeah, alley. I yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it's yeah. you know it's such a, it's on like a long lens. Yeah, you really it don't. could be fine. Yeah, you could be fine. You're good there. I think uh, it's good it's there. Where we're trying to uh, figure out how to do it. Yeah, I remember that scene, and I remember Brent, there was some timing or something of a line, and we, no, we couldn't, like, it wouldn't work. It was so frustrating. I don't know why I remember that alley scene so well. <laughs> do you, Ron, do you remember? It was piece of cake. That's what it was. He was trying to say, because in the script it says piece o cake. Piece of cake. Like, piece of cake. And I think someone was like, piece of cake. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. And I think you had one one time because we were rehearsing a scene and it was, oh, my God. And in a script, it's O-M-I-G-O-D. It's all one word. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. And you went, oh, my. You went, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Fred's like, no, it's oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, well, then write that. Yeah. <laughs> like, write on, OMG. Script Jeez, people. <laughs> but, yeah. Piece, but, but it was I couldn't like, even read that, piece, so piece, I don't know. Piece okay. Yeah, you know what? That's my mom's fault because I couldn't read. So that's what are you my saying mom's when you're okay. pointing at the TV when the mummy <laughs> gets loose? What is she saying? What are you like? Repeating over and over yeah, again. What is that? What are you saying? That's boring guy. Boring guy. Boring guy. Boring guy. Boring guy. Yes. You know, Thank boring you. Boring guy. <laughs> boring guy. Yeah. Boring I was guy. watching it the other day. Because it's the newscaster. Yes. Oh, the newscaster's boring guy. Boring guy. Boring guy. I got it. Oh my god. But what god. You, you? If you you're listening to her, I know it because I was there. It's boring yeah. guy. But he's telling a story that three college students have gone missing. Three college coeds have gone missing, and of course, it's the vampire brides. I think so if you that's a little yeah you got to listen to his new cast well no i think they cut it out because that scene was longer remember there was more to that scene and i i think it snipped well i think there's actually a they shot you at the tv to get that story behind you saying you're boring or whatever is it not in the movie the story part oh it's supposed to be i know i mean originally then that's what it is yeah you're right maybe yeah i don't think i ever noticed the story part of it because i think i was interested in what you were saying, saying at the television and i'm yeah. so glad you cleared that I'm up very aggressive because i always just thought it was boring, boring, boring. i really just thought it was boinga 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 <laughs> that so did i like that i thought like, you were going boing guy boing guy boing guy i'm like what's a boing guy this is why i had to do a lot of looping i thought you were like boinging around like boing boing you're hitting the tv too so i didn't know i didn't know if it was like some kind of game i didn't know what was what it was but my and, bad, and you were five and speaking another language. I think we're good. I <laughs> yeah, think, no, we're, I think we're, I think you're. I don't I think, think boring guy is uh, another language, but <laughs> no, I mean in the other part of the movie, we didn't speak other language. It is the double G though, which one's bound boring to get lost, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Boring yeah. guy. Yeah, could have been lame, lame guy. Believe lame me, there's guy. fans out there that are going, Ryan, you're an idiot. <laughs> like it's boring guy. <laughs> I know, I know what it is. They all know. Boinga. They're like, you leave her alone. She's so cute. You leave her alone. Yeah, leave me alone, you guys. I'm so cute. (laughs) You you didn't speak German. (laughs) One of the most iconic shots in the movie is when you're all walking in the sunset with Frankenstein, which is on T-shirts. It's on, you know, uh, where did you guys do that? Was that a new? I think that's out in Santa Clarita, too. too? I remember at the time not understanding what the hell we were doing. You just walk. Because they're just like, just hold Frankenstein's finger and walk. And walk. 
what are we doing? Like, That's I don't a long understand. way too. It's like, like this it was is not a scene. Hour. Like yeah. we're not yeah. acting. This is not a scene. I don't get it. I was very confused. Camera was way far away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where were we going? <laughs> Into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> for it, right? it gets kind of sad right Into there. The it's all sad, and then we're just all walking all sad. Like where were we actually? We're we're it's Miller it was time. Sweet <laughs> bonding <laughs> moment. It's like the Spielberg kind of shot. Yeah. Sure, I think like, I have to say I think I saw shot, E.T. But it, nothing at, happens uh, right after. Like I feel like yeah, I saw E.T. Yeah. at the Hollywood Bowl a couple of yeah. seasons ago, and I feel like there's a shot where I was like, I yeah, recognize all walking. a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, into the sunset <laughs> off a oh, hill. Yeah. Where are they walk? Where you got it from? Okay. Which that shot's in my neighborhood that I used to live in. That E.T. shot. They shot E.T. in Up my in, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Porter Ranch. Right, Ranch. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Ryan, you, I think, mentioned on the commentary when they were going through the shots where you're um, making the steaks and you're in sort of the wood shop that you didn't really remember filming all that. I mean, in the past 10 years, have you has, any, has anything... Uh, come up about where any of that was or anything that that all happened like second unit with yeah. Peter Himes like really quickly because like Fred was like very like meticulous with us and like you know very like nurturing and like kind of like you know helping us along and like giving us little pointers and like little like like I said he was talking about James Dean was here and like all that stuff and so but Peter Himes was like Stand right here. Do this. Put that in the thing. All right, cut. Let's do the next one. Let's go on. I, I don't know if that's how he sounded. <laughs> hey, you kinda, like it when he just you were to stand. I think that was kind of close. He's <laughs> just like, make a bullet. Yeah. You're like, I that's, well, he, I re- what I do remember was them saying, sit here. Here's the stuff. Make a silver bullet. I'm like, how? <laughs> You know, you guys know that I don't make silver bullets in real life. Like, I don't, I don't really do that. Like, I just came from doing math with, like, you know, in, with Elise, my teacher. Um, so yeah, like, so then some the prop guy came up and said, "You just pour a little. You, you put the put the spoon in here. There, stuff's already melting in, in in it. It'll just you know scoop out some stuff. Pour it in here. Open the thing, and it'll pop out. The prop will pop out." I'm like, all right, <laughs> I guess I'll try it. And like Peter Himes was like, all right, do it, action. And that's, boom, we're done. Probably another nice. scene we wouldn't be able to do, like with no, molten metal and making bullets and with open flame. Metal. No way. <laughs> yeah, if he would flip the like throne and like, that we're alive. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen today. God, guys, yeah. I know. Show the teacher your birdhouse, and then oh, pick up one of these wooden things and put it against the thing. And I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> big belt sander, yeah, the big <laughs> belt sander. Yeah, that's crazy. Come on, okay. belt sander, go! Action! You're gonna get a really, stuff, you're gonna get like... a colorful email from Peter Hines. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how I sound. I sound like this. <laughs> When I cuss you out, you'll know it. <laughs> Do you know where the thing was where the Wolfman breaks out of the phone booth? Uh, wasn't that, that Patty's? Di- or is that Universal? No, or is that I, here? Think, I, don't know. I think that's near the jungle. Oh, so you think was, it was here? It was on, here, it was the Universal. Yeah. yeah, that might have been near the near the. Wait, diner? wait. You mean CW? CW? Yes, CW? Perhaps. <laughs> We've mentioned CW a lot lately. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so bad. Little little, little eggs. It's a little Easter egg. CW. It's so weird. It's a secret. But yeah, no, that's. Um, I swear that's in front of the diner, or like over there by, right over there by the diner, or by the lagoon. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's near the lagoon. I think, it it I think it's too. near the lagoon. Yeah, because cool. it was darker and more tree-y. Yeah. 
Yeah, what are you talking about over by the dollar? Ar- I don't know. <laughs> I, think I, <laughs> tree- I don't know. Tree- tree- I more have trees. no idea. Ar- <laughs> more arbory? You need more onset schooling, Andre. <laughs> more tree. <laughs> Sorry, that was like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> more studio teachers. Speaking, okay, speaking of studio teachers, I know there was this whole thing at the treehouse with you getting oh, yeah. into the treehouse. Good yeah. story. Uh, so w- what, I mean, we get that great little shot of you peeking out of the sure. treehouse. So. But apparently it wasn't really meant for you guys to go into. No, or? it was just a... <laughs> it was just a just shell. A, like it was just a... Yeah, it was just a giant thing up in the tree. I mean, it wasn't like... I don't think it was that sturdy or steady. It wasn't meant to like really have a bunch of people in it. I don't think it was to code is what you're saying. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. But I mean, it did... You know, they did have the wooden uh, slots going up the... La- you know, as a ladder going all the way up to the tree house and... Uh, Fred said, oh, we need we need a shot of you peeking out the of the window." And the teacher said, "Nope, no way, no way. That's stunt work. Like he's not going up there. Hell no." So they kind of diverted her, like to do something else. And he said, "Go, go, get up the go." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I just climbed up the tree, and there was a guy up there just sitting in a corner. He's like, "Hello, how are you?" I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> like, hi. <laughs> I guess maybe he was like a lighting guy or something, but he was also going to hold onto my legs while I leaned out the window. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And then they did it really quick. And then they said, okay, come down, come down, come down. Totally. (laughs) I I do want to just say that um, (laughs) because we have Jessica here with us, this is actually not a Warner Brothers picture with all this dangerous crap. (laughs) And that didn't happen. That was not on this lot. I just want to say that. That was not on this lot. You know. It was also 30 years ago. It was also 30 ago. years ago. It was also 30 years ago. I was working here. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Hollywood Reporter, Fred Decker arrested for child endangerment. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't There's really no that statute of limitations on that. <laughs> he doesn't actually remember that. So <laughs> What are you talking he doesn't. about? No, it could be just be one of those memories that like I maybe am exaggerating or something. But, that but, tree, that but I do remember the tree I knew I wasn't supposed to be up there because yeah. I remember Elise causing a big stink. I do remember that. Good shot, though. It is a good shot. Um, <laughs> well worth it. Totally. So, and I think still here. at the ranch, you said one of your favorite scenes is where Dracula comes in, and that all it blows. I just like yeah, rips the door off, the car <laughs> just explodes. Like but of course, the other really cool thing over there is another uh, an- another thing that two movies share is that this movie written by Shane Black. And also Lethal Weapon, written yeah. by Shane Black, and that is Danny Glover's house. Yeah, the Lethal right Weapon has right door. behind, just uh, kind of down the road, because yeah, it's on like a curve. Right I feel like the I street's on a curve. your house was right by the the curve yeah. there. And I think his is... It's in the middle of the curve it, or something it's there. like that. Yeah. And then, so that's, I think that's a, I don't know. It just That's a good crossover. Cool, you know, yeah. and then, yeah, that would be, hey, you know, well, I've especially always said your, some of my your... My dad uh, and his partner are just Riggs and Murtaugh part, you know, draft. Right. You know, draft of Riggs and Murtaugh, so... You can go down all these streets, like at Universal, and like, oh, yeah. there's the Munsters' house right mm-hmm. next to the Brady, not Brady Bunch house, that was a real house, but you know what I mean. It's like they're all That's just like fun. right next to yeah. each That's other. That's why Jared has a podcast. That's right. awesome. It's like, this is, I mean, oh, wait, this is, is that great. what the podcast is about? I'm. I'm, I'm totally kidding. Well, it's not about the Goonies. <laughs> no. It's not about that. There's that damn word again. <laughs> Whatever it is. Whoa, look at the time. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, you know, where do you guys see your characters 30 years later living? Where, where would you guys be living? And I mean, you know, I want to bring this back to location. You know, I mean, like, where where do you guys see yourselves? Where, where would yeah, Ruby living, be? living, doing. Well, 
man, I don't want to say anything because I have an idea for a sequel. Oh, but okay. <laughs> I don't really want to say it, but I have heard people say that obviously he's just like some like dirtbag mechanic in like the back room, like still like just beer drinking and fat and, you know, me. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a I have a different per- I have a different idea for where he is, but we'll see if that I can get that on on the screen someday. Cool. Yeah. There's um I don't want to give it away. I'm a little biased because there is a a neat story kind of in a folder. So I always see that, but I think my character Sean is probably still around the area but also now like the sheriff or like a state investigator or something because it kind of following the footsteps and um, I don't think Phoebe lives far but she's probably you know running a company or like um, I'm a totally a female Indiana Jones I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> even better <laughs> running your own archaeological company I like that That's and better. speaks perfect, perfect German, German. Perfect German. my German is impeccable yes just in case just in case well yes just in case I don't know I think um there's two ways I think like Rudy could go, um, and then <laughs> it's always you could have you could almost have like a, a, a unlimited parallel dimensions universe show, <laughs> and each it's the same episode but everybody's completely different yeah. <laughs> new characters or something. So it's uh, oh wait I think it's created an idea. Hey, um, that's mine. And Pee Wee Herman's there too. And, oh, absolutely, Pee Wee Herman's there. and uh, and Boss Hog. Your boss and boss, and he's boss there too. Absolutely. Everybody that's ever Everybody shot that's been everyone's on ever this shot location, we're gonna resurrect the ghost of James Dean. Oh yes, he's not dead. He's with Elvis. He's just hanging out somewhere. Um, we'll do spit takes of like Paul Newman salad dressing instead of. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think it's fitting that we're sitting in you know town our town square, Monster Squad town square that has been town square for a lot of other stuff, and that just kind of makes it. I think that's the best location in Monster Squad. Not only the best reel of the movie is probably the last one when we're in the final battle, but um, it's such an iconic place that a lot of people don't... Like, we go around the country and talk about Dukes of Hazzard. It's, you know, it's the Gilmore, and they're like, oh, I didn't know. Like, people don't know. Right. And it's really neat to watch their face kind of click, and then they realize. Cool, guys. Well, you know, I just want to I wanna thank you guys for coming to do this today. Well, thanks for, I mean, I really, thanks for having me. I really, I certainly never thought I'd be sitting here with you guys, you know, like, it, I mean, not just talking to you guys, but sitting here. Uh, I think it's really special. I also want to thank uh, Warner Brothers Studio Operations, yeah, um, absolutely. you know, for helping put this together. This is like a really special thing that not everybody gets to do, and I really consider it a privilege. And I, I also want to say to everybody out there that if you live in L.A. or you're visiting L.A., um, you really should come and take the tour here because uh, it's, it's really incredible. And Based on what's going on here on the lot, it changes every day because you might see one thing one day, another thing another day. So um, definitely come check it out. You can go to the you can go to the website uh, and book tickets wbstudiotour.com. Uh, and you know if you like this podcast, I hope you'll share it. And uh, you can visit us on Facebook at uh, On Location with Jared Cowan and on Twitter at On Location PC. And uh, thanks for joining us on Location. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Great. Monster Squad